The Bible Study Podcast, episode 148. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Acts with Acts chapter 11. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your very jet-lagged host, Chris Christensen, just coming back from a trip to Europe. And so I'm recording this on the day that it's coming out, which is unusual. I usually do this ahead of time, and I'm recording it at an hour in the morning that is still very dark. Chapter 11 of Acts is a little bit of a transition chapter here, as we're starting to transition from Peter and the other apostles to Paul and his missionary journeys. And so in chapter 10, you may remember that Peter is told by God to go with these messengers to the house of Cornelius, who is a Gentile, and is basically instructed to preach to the Gentiles the message of Jesus Christ and is eating with Gentiles, is in their houses. And so when he gets back to Jerusalem here in chapter 11, he's got some splaining to do. Acts chapter 11. The apostles and the brothers throughout Judah heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Peter began and explained everything to them precisely as it had happened. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds of the air. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord, nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will baptize with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift as he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could oppose God? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto life. This is good news. It is unfortunately not the end of the story because we're still going to have some controversy about what to do with these Gentiles now that they have become Christians. Because remember, up to this point, all Christians are Jewish. And therefore, they are circumcised. They are following the Jewish dietary laws. They are a sect of Judaism. And therefore, at this point, we're going to have to deal with when you become Christian. Yes, you can become Christian when you are a Gentile, but then what? Do you stay Gentile or do you become Jewish? And that's going to have to be worked out here in a little while. And Paul is going to run into that even on his missionary journeys later on. The party of circumcision who still are debating this, who are still wrestling with this issue. And chapter 11 continues, the church in Antioch. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen traveled as far as Cenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, telling the message only to Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to the Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. 
The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the word with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up through the Holy Spirit, predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. They did this, sending their gifts to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. And this becomes the first time that Barnabas and Saul not only have been together, but are working together. So a couple interesting things about Antioch. First of all is this is one of the places that the word of God, that the good news is intentionally preached to Gentiles. So Peter is sent specifically to the house of Cornelius, but this is the first time after that where someone goes to the city and they say, we understand now that this word of God is for Gentiles. And they began to speak in Antioch. And the other interesting thing is, now finally we are Christians. Again, before this, we were followers of the way, which was a Jewish sect. And so, again, there's a real interesting change that's going on here. And right at the middle is that son of encouragement, Barnabas. Remember, that's not his name, that's his nickname. He is literally son of encouragement. And so he is sent to Antioch. Barnabas is also an apostle in the sense that apostle means to be sent, one who is sent, apostolos. And so Barnabas is sent to Antioch to shepherd this church that has started here. And when I say church, again, remember, we're not talking about buildings. Whenever the Bible talks about church, it's not talking about a building because churches meet in houses at this point and at least for a couple hundred years after this. There are no church buildings. And so Barnabas goes to this church to encourage them and through him, because he is an encouraging man, he is a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, a number of people are brought. But he knows that he needs some help. As the church grows, he sends for Saul. Saul, who was so powerful when he was preaching just after his conversion and who has been preaching, has gone back to his hometown of Tarsus. And Tarsus is not that far from Antioch, if you look at your map. It says at this point they went as far as Cyprus and Cyrene and Antioch. That's not all that far at this point, but the word is about to spread further still. And so Saul is brought back, and Barnabas and Saul are working together in the church here in Antioch. And then the other thing in this last footnote here is that the prophecy is made by one of the prophets of the church, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit here, that a famine is coming. And so the people looking out for one another think of those who are in Judea. And especially in Judea because most of the processes that would be set up for relief during a famine in Judea would exclude the Christians for being Christians. And I'm going to use Christians for all Christians at this point, now that the term has been introduced. And so they're thinking especially of the people in Judea because they may be especially hard hit. And so they raise money 
out of what they have, and they send it with Barnabas and Saul to Jerusalem. That's going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. Since this is December 14th, I'm not going to go on to Acts 12. I'm figuring you're busy, and I'm a little busy today also. Also, in case you don't listen to any of my other podcasts, there are some interesting announcements, at least interesting to me, that I want to let you know about, and that'll take a few minutes here. I have recently announced to the world and to the company that I work with that I'm leaving there. Actually, what happened, my boss and I decided together that it was time that I move on. I've been working for him for 17 and a half years, and we have a good relationship and still have one now. And so I am going off on my own to take things like the Bible Study Podcast and especially the Amateur Traveler Podcast that I do and some consulting and try and turn that into a business. And that is something that I believe that the Lord is leading me to do because I had really been feeling that I wanted to leave, but I had been praying for a sign. And what I said is, Lord, I help me to know that this is not just something that I want to do, but that this is something that you intend. And then my boss met with me and said that his plans did not include me anymore. And this is, again, somebody I have a good relationship with, but he could see my heart was going elsewhere. And so at the point at which your boss tells you that you are not going to be there anymore, that is much more clear sign than I was looking for. But I think it is clear to me at this point that this is something that God wants me to move on, but I really have no idea what I'm doing. So I could use your prayers for guidance. And if you have any ideas what I should be doing, let me know. I'd be interested in your feedback as well. One idea I did have, and I didn't know if this would be of interest to the listeners of the Bible Study Podcast, is would there be any interest, since I'm doing more travel-based things, in a trip to the Holy Lands with other listeners of the Bible Study Podcast? If there is, let me know. And I've just recently created a Facebook fan page. And if you go to Facebook, if you're on there and search for the Bible Study Podcast, you should be able to find that fan page. That's probably the area that I will use as a forum for a discussion like that on would people be interested in doing a Bible Study Podcast trip. So with those are the announcements for this time. I pray that you would keep me in your prayers for some guidance so that I can figure out how to keep paying the mortgage and the two kids who are in college how to keep paying for that. And that's it. If you have any comments on this episode, feel free to comment at thebiblestudypodcast.com or send me an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.